from their bunker deep within the queen city of Cincinnati, a peek beneath the surface, and some guy in Ohio are taking it back. Hey everybody and welcome to Taking It Back, the podcast. I'm some guy in Ohio. And I'm a peek beneath the surface. Yes, she is. You thought I wasn't going to say it, didn't you? I am. I know, but you thought I wasn't going to say it. I know, you always say it. We are, <clears throat> we are in frigid uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, recording uh, in our mobile studio. Our temporary mobile <laughs> studio, yes. <laughs> because it's just too damn cold out here. So, uh, well, we want to welcome you to the podcast. If you need to get a hold of us, you can go to podcast.takenitback.us, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a contact tab. You can click on that, and you can uh, just leave us a message there, and uh, we'll get back to you, and we may share your question or comment right here on the program. So you're going to want to do that. But how do they get a hold of you specifically? You can go to apeakbeneaththesurface.com and just find my profile there. And we've got, uh, you know, a private message or chat. Awesome. And uh, we do have a, actually at her website, apeakbeneaththesurface.com, we do have a group there for the podcast. So if you want to get involved in the podcast, maybe, you know, record a, uh, a segment for the show and send it to us, you know, through that group, uh, we'll be happy to add it to our podcast and you can become, uh, you know, an active, uh, participant uh, in our, in our podcast. So, uh, we'd love to have people come and participate in the podcast. So you can do that at take, uh, I'm sorry, at peakbeneaththesurface.com. And, uh, You'll see our group there under groups, and uh, just join the group and and uh, get involved. And hopefully we'll see you there. That's right. So we got a great show. Uh, oh, by the way, if you need to, you know, get a hold of our other social medias where, you know, everywhere you are, Gab, uh, uh, Getter. Um, Telegram. Telegram, definitely Telegram. Uh, and you can actually find Instagram, them all at Facebook at yeah. taking it back Twitter. US. They're all listed there. We got them all. So they're, well, you can also go to uh, podcast.takingitback.us and in the left bar, you'll see all the social media or at the bottom of the page. I think they're even at the top. If you're checking it out on a mobile device, it's the first thing you see when you get to the site. And uh, you can. Follow us at all of our social media. <clears throat> so uh, we do a lot of posting on our uh, on our show page, even though it's not uh, necessarily related to the topics where we have or we are going to cover. They are topical on things that we have spoken about, especially when it comes to COVID. So uh, you definitely want to, but. Now, I didn't check the email today, but we still have not gotten a brownie recipe. Man, hopefully we get one soon. Or maybe we had to switch to Christmas cookies. <laughs> we didn't even get the brownie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> By the time we get it, though, at the rate we're going, we may be. 
Yeah. Need, Speaking of Christmas, Christmas cookies, cookies, you know, at my the, the only memory that I, or at least the first memory that comes to mind growing up at Christmas, it, uh, even Thanksgiving, because it started like the week before Thanksgiving and then went all the way through Christmas, was uh, my mom's Buckeyes. And uh, I've been having a uh, uh, an itch for some some of my Buckeyes, but is that a hint? No, I I make the Buckeyes. <laughs> okay. Do, do you well, know how to make Buckeye? Um, I haven't made them in a really long time. Yeah. Well. So you so, make the Buckeyes, and I'll make something else. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so, because I eat them all, I don't share my Buckeyes. Ow, okay. I'm not a sharer. Okay. I'm more so of nice a. nice of you. I'm more of a greedy, <laughs> greedy kind of guy. When it comes to Buckeyes, I mean, let's face it, they're Buckeyes. I mean, peanut butter and chocolate. Right. I mean, who actually shares peanut butter and chocolate? Ooh, maybe we should have a. When was the last time you shared a Reese's cup? I'm I'm not a, never I'm not that big of a fan, but no, I don't share. They're not that yeah. big. It doesn't matter. Nobody's sharing so. their Reese's cups. They're greedy with yeah. peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> if you can even find it in the stores. I mean, I mean, Biden screwed everything up so bad. We may not be able to find well, we any have for of Halloween. Our... So we do have some. Not Buckeyes. That's Reese's cups. <laughs> I didn't know you could buy store bought Buckeyes. You can. What are yeah. you talking about? They had had they had Buckeyes for Halloween? No, I was talking about Reese cups <laughs> you were on on Buckeyes and never mind. I'm lost. Forget it. I'm lost. <laughs> I've already lost this conversation. Yeah. I apologize. So uh but today we're going to discuss a few of the things that are happening in the news and uh some that may not actually be happening in the news, but are new to us, but apparently not new, um, which would be the uh, Allie Carter. Is that her name, Allie? Yeah, yeah Allie, Allie Carter's Carter. interview with Stu Peters. Yeah. That was just a couple of days ago. So um, if you haven't already seen that, we'll have that. In yeah, the we'll actually notes, play it. I'm sure. We're actually going to play a portion of it and... Uh, uh, but to summarize, what what would you say the summary is? Well, she she claims, and of course, you know, I'm sure that's not her real name. That from the that she was trafficked by her mother, sex trafficked by her mother from a very young age, and claims to have been um, uh, had interactions with some big names. Um, Sex, think... bro. It ain't interaction. Right. Okay. <laughs> interaction would be like <laughs> right. what we're doing right now. This is an interaction. Okay. I got you. Yeah. But what but these people were doing was not. She wasn't tra- I, I thought it was implied that she wasn't trafficked, um, you know, so just interact. She was obviously sex trafficked for a reason. So, but anyway, it's a pretty horrific story. And, um, if true, uh, pretty incredible because she names people like Biden and Obama and St- yeah, Obama, both Steven Obamas, Tyler. not just not just right. Barack yes. Hussein, yes. but Michael also. I'm sorry, Michelle. Right? No, no wait, Michael. Right. She literally says that Michelle Obama is a man. Yep. She literally says it, and uh, 
you know, according to her, she knows. Yep. So, so anyway, her story is pretty fascinating, um, but it connects, or what it brought to mind for me, and of course I dug into some different rabbit holes several years ago, is it's not the first story like that that we've heard. I mean, she claims to have been in tunnels, in the tunnels underneath the Getty Museum, and... Um, you know, there were a lot of stories out a couple years ago. She, I think she actually says in that interview, if you listen to the whole interview, and we will have the video uh, in the show notes, I think she actually says that there are a lot of places that you wouldn't know had tunnels right, under them. Right, right. And, I mean, in, in, the, in the rabbit holes I went down a few years ago, I mean, there were a lot of stories, speculations, survival stories of similar people and people had been in similar places. I mean, supposedly there are tunnels underneath the Playboy Mansion that lead specifically to Hollywood residences where, um, and there was even a schematic or what do you call it? The, the blueprints for the mansion that were floating around a couple years ago. So, I mean, it, you know, I'd, you know, all the connections with Hollywood and stuff like that, which leads to, you know, it's not a good tra smooth transition here, but into the whole Britney Spears story and the movie that recently came out, that documentary. Um, what was it called? We just saw it. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but uh, that was a pretty good documentary, and we will have that yeah, also Yeah, Liz Crokin put out a documentary um, just last week, and I'm just totally drawing a blank on the name. I'm sure I'll think of it before the end of the show. Yeah, because you're going to Google it. That's right. Because <laughs> we shared it. We watched it. And I shared But it. in that interview uh, with uh, Allie Carter, uh, she names quite a few names. Uh, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about big names. And uh, she she kind of gets uh, specific at least on locations which is something that um a lot of these people i don't know if they're afraid to do it or maybe i've just not heard interviews the right interviews uh uh with these people but it, it just seems like they're very limited on their uh of what the information that they actually share you would think that if somebody in that in that position or in that situation would be, you know, flagrant. I mean, they would be naming names and places and specifics. And, you know, obviously, if you, especially if you're younger, you wouldn't necessarily remember dates or, or whatever. But, I mean, you would definitely remember, uh, you know, where, where you were. I mean. Well, in, in some of these who, cases, and I think, you know, the – Anybody familiar with the MK Ultra Mind Control and the, what's it called, SRAs? Uh, yeah, Satanic Ritual Abuse, the SRA um, treatment that these kids, you know, they break their minds intentionally. And I think that, you know, in some cases they don't know the details. And I think in other cases, I think that um, they may be reserving some of those details for somebody who can actually help them. So in some of these stories, I think that they intentional, may intentionally be holding back details in order to prove their case later. I mean, I think if they get yeah, everything to the Yeah, I think we brought that, public, brought that up the okay, other day, yeah. was that maybe there are 
legal reasons maybe right that they do it or um they don't want to let out everything they or maybe the people who they're holding back stuff from you know maybe they're afraid of you know something happening to them uh because they are sharing that information i i get all that but in this interview she seems to not care about any of that she something's given her courage right so it and might just be her age because now she's what 20 27. 27 yeah i mean she yeah. i swear she looks like she's 15 or 16 right um but she she claims that she's 27 and i mean it could just be that she's just done and doesn't care anymore however you hope that these people that come forward have some protection um or i mean what's like most likely to happen in cases like this is the media and the public are just going to, oh, it's just some crazy nutcase, and they're going to attack her you know, and I, her credibility. That happens all the time. It's funny. I've listened to quite a few of these people come forward. I've never really seen any of them who are I, as defiant about her experience as she is. I, I mean... Obviously, maybe I'm not looking at the right interviews, but the, she seems like she is like mad. She's she's mad and and she's mad and she's bold, which makes me think that she's somehow managed to get some sort of protection. I, I don't know how, don't know who, but I mean, she says that she's a some sort of a teacher. I mean, she's in college, so she doesn't have her teaching degree, but she works with kids. You know, she was getting her life back together. Um, however, she's, uh, you know, currently stepped aside from all of that to essentially go back into hiding, but hiding, but speaking out. So, so I don't know. So it's right. interesting. So, well, you would think that if she's going to speak out that she would have to hide now because right, exactly. obviously she's not named the the right person's name yet, you know, especially like if it was a Clinton. I mean, the, the, the death around the Clintons, I mean, the All body right, well, counter. That reminds so, me, I don't know if you heard, it was, um, I don't know, about two years ago, somebody was speaking out or there was a journalist investigating I'm going to refer to him as a boy, but I think he was in his 20s at the time, that actually claimed to have been raped by Bill Clinton on a yacht. And she was investigating that story and getting really uh, close to breaking that story or going public with the story. And um, she ended up dead. So fortunately, she had confided some of the information. She wasn't working alone, but she ended up, they found her dead of you know, natural causes and 40 some years old um, in the midst of that investigation. Like she was like about a week from coming out with it and somebody had revealed some recordings. She felt her life was in danger and had confided that and had turned over some stuff to somebody. But, but yeah, I mean, these people are just going to disappear or die in tragic accidents. Well, here's accidents. the thing. If you, if you are a reporter or a writer for, say, a magazine or whatever, all of these people in media are leftists. So do you not think that somebody who 
is not getting with the Clintons and or somebody in their sphere and saying that, hey, this is about to hit and it's uh, it's looking pretty bad because you can't just publish it unless you put it on a website somewhere. Right. You got to have a publisher or if you're working on it and making money as a journalist, you know, being a independent journalist, you got to sell it to somebody. So somebody needs to, uh, you know, edit it uh, or buy it. So, so the the thing is, is you got to share it with somebody. And once you do that, you know, the story can be easily squashed at that point because, well, we never got to publish it. You know, well, doesn't mean you didn't see it that you didn't know. Right. And and no one ever puts that two and two together where it could be. You know, the Clintons get away with all this crap because, you know, everybody in the media is a leftist who is protecting, you know, the whole Clinton regime. Well, right. I mean, look what happens to anybody who goes against the the narrative. Well, now, you know, a real authentic journalist that goes out and does their job, you know, they they. Their careers are ended. Well, now they just send the FBI out to, uh, you know, raid your house. And, exactly. And uh, a yeah. year after you tell the same FBI that they need to come get this diary and they ignore you. And then a year later, they come and uh, Gestapo style raid your your business and your associates business. And then and then turn around and release the information. Right, then they probably sell the information to the New York Times. Yeah, yeah. So the New York Times can go ahead and, uh, you know, send out a uh, a nice little hit piece on, on your business. On right, your, exactly. From your phone. So, uh, but his lawyer got that stopped, so they can't squeak anything else out. If they do, then heads are somewhere going to roll. Yeah, right. So the only thing, the only thing I can see that is... Uh, that is actually positive when it comes to the Democrats getting what's theirs um, is Durham. And I know we talked about Durham last week, but, uh, you know, more and more people are of the opinion now that Durham is going to one at a time, all of these people. And, and I got to be honest with you. I think it's a great, ploy regardless of whether he needs to uh you know uh force them you try to force them into turning on the next person or whatever or to gain evidence that way even if that's not the goal it's still great that it plays out you know like the Denchenko story now is playing out for its second week and uh now everybody knows the Danchenko portion of the of RussiaGate. So I've I've got a question because you know I've been a little busy and not kept up as much as I should on the news. Has that stuff hit the mainstream media? I mean, I know I read somewhere that um, like a bunch of people were out hitting the news circuit, but are or the what do you call it the Sunday shows for lack of a yeah, better the circuit word or whatever are they out? cycle whatever right are they out doing interviews so that your mainstream people who don't pay attention to that stuff are actually getting some exposure to it 
despite the fact that I'm sure they're lying through their teeth. You know what's funny is what you don't see is Comey tweeting his dumb stuff. Good point. Yeah, you don't see uh, what's-his-face from the CIA, Brennan. You don't see Brennan every day on CNN or MSNBC spewing his BS because all of that stuff that they've said on those programs and in interviews, all of that stuff becomes testimony. Right. So it's not under oath, but... It, it's a starting point on where the FBI can, if the FBI would, uh, let's put it this way, uh, and where Durham can go to and can start asking questions, specific questions. And the thing about that is someone like Brennan, who lied his ass off for two years on MSNBC or whatever, he, it will be interesting to find out that 99.99% of all of that was BS. And I, I think that's what's going on with the, the way, uh, the way this is being handled by Durham, because it, it just seems like, you know, one arrest, then we got a couple of weeks where there's nothing. Then we got another arrest. Let another it trickle out and see let, what let comes Let all up in the stories come out, all the truth be told, and everybody sees the truth. So by the time we get to the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation, Hillary specifically, there is an appetite for her because if you just go after her, then people are, you know, people right. will, all up. of these people are going to defend her. Right. How will they defend her by the time you have a hundred witnesses indicted, or however many it is, right. Right. people indicted, and they all point the finger at the Clintons. Exactly. And I, well, I don't. Well, and I think it's good. I mean, you, you get something that comes out one week, you let them go out and dig themselves into a bigger hole and then you drop the next one let them go out and lie because what's uh interesting is um and we were talking about it earlier is um you know when you testify in court you're under oath to tell the truth whether you do or not could be questionable but you don't have to tell the truth when you're or they're not sworn to uphold the truth whatever when they're out hitting the news stories right right and so everybody believes with it because they see it on the news, but nobody goes and reads it's the It's the talking points. It's exactly, the narrative. Exactly. That's what nobody you Nobody goes hear. and reads the sworn testimony. Right. So. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> right. Even right? even if you look, that somebody did a mashup of uh, some of CNN and MSNBCs and NBC, you know, all the, the leftist media, did a mashup of all the headlines. Yeah, when Rittenhouse... Because the Rittenhouse trial is right, going on. Yeah. So when Rittenhouse has his his uh, awesome day where they're the prosecution's lead witness says that Rittenhouse acted in self-defense by blowing off his bicep and preventing him from killing Rittenhouse. Kill, so when he says, yes, that's what happened, 
and the basically he Rittenhouse is innocent of you know right. killing it's like, people. Okay, mic drop. There go. Right. right, case over. So, but even then, they were still posting headlines that led you to believe that the 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 uh, uh, that that's not what happened. The defendant, the or the defense, did something. <laughs> that, right, underhanded to make right. him tell the truth. Like it was exactly like but, it was, you know, like it somehow, you know, instead of showing the, video frame per frame oh and saying, Lord. "Okay, so you know, do you do you agree that he did not fire at you until after you pointed the gun at him?" Look, that picture <laughs> that the defense put up there, where he literally has the gun pointed at Rittenhouse's head. And or it appears that way in right, the picture. Right. The guy admits that he did it. Right. Okay. So even if that wasn't, uh, if that was a, a a camera angle, the guy admitted that's what happened. Right. But when you see that, that's the first time I ever saw that. Right. It was the first time. Me too. Well, we'll take a screenshot. Yeah. It's a it still the- of the guy. His bicep is literally being exploded off his arm, but the gun. That the guy has is pointed directly at Rittenhouse's head. So leading the defense to say, so it wasn't until you had your gun out, was coming to you, and had that pointed at, at Rittenhouse's head that Rittenhouse shot you. And the guy says, correct. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I... I don't know how. Well, I know how because somebody did a mashup of all the headlines from all these leftist news organizations that indicated exactly how they thought it went, which was nothing. If you just read headlines, you would not know that the star witness for the prosecution just said that the defendant acted in self-defense. Wait, and a couple of things. So I don't know if one, if you saw somebody was spreading around the, the tweet that the the guy who got his bicep blown off, I can't remember his name, that immediately after in the hospital, like one of his friends shared a picture of him in the hospital and said, oh, his only regret is that he didn't kill the kid. The guy on the stand said he didn't say that. Uh, well, of course he did. Yeah, he was on the stand. He said he never right, said it. Right. Although I'm pretty sure he was pretty angry after having his bicep But blown even off. if he had but, said it, had he not, it would have been Kyle's head right. exploding in that picture. Right. You, what you can look at the picture and you can see. I mean, if, how many other riot victims were there that got kicked to death? If if Kyle hadn't shot him when he did, Kyle would his head would have been all over that pavement. Right. Exactly. So, uh, and then you were talking about the media. There was another, I'm sure everybody's probably seen this by now, but I don't remember the woman's name. But, you know, she was like, I'm a fairly educated, perceptive person. And it was not until today that I realized that Rittenhouse, because he had been painted as a white supremacist, but that he uh, was not out just shooting people at random and that the victims were white and not black. She had been under the impression, based off of media reporting and comments by the resident in the White House. Look, I I may sound like a racist right now, but uh, black people are not dumb. 
That's right. If they don't have a gun, they're not chasing a white guy with a rifle on his shoulder. I mean, that... It doesn't, I mean, the, the race is what I'm saying is irrelevant, to be honest. Exactly, it, exactly. But, I mean, except to the news media. Right, exactly. They tried to paint it as, you know, he was out at a Black Lives Matter rally shooting people at random right. is what they wanted people to believe. Of course they did. But everybody could see the video. Right, but not everybody took the time to That video was available that day. I know it was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, saw it. I think most people in our circles did see it, but, you know. And we like, saw it all, and we all said the same thing at the same time. Well, that, I mean, what is he supposed to do there? Right, exactly. Am I just supposed to let myself get shot and killed? You can talk to me and Welcome to Bixby. <laughs> you went phone. to Bixby? <laughs> you went to Bixby. That's what happens when you talk with your hands, folks. Yeah. With the phone in your hand. Oops. <laughs> You end up talking to Bixby. What is a Bixby? I, I, have no I we don't idea. need to get I into don't that. use it, right? If we get into that, it'll be another thirty-minute conversation. Yeah. We don't need to get into that. So, anyhow, we will have uh, you know videos for uh, Rittenhouse and you know some of the like a video from the the trial where you can actually see that conversation if you haven't already with the uh, defense attorney and the. The prosecution star witness. Uh, yeah, it was actually the last guy that got shot in the video. Uh, I can't remember his name either, but yeah. uh, but that was supposedly the star witness. You know, uh, the prosecution uh, when he when when the star witness answered uh, correct to it being self defense. Oh yeah, but that full circle though. But th- didn't you say he was out on the? Um, didn't we see? I didn't watch it. That he was out on the talk show circuit or news circuit. CNN. Lying. Yeah, lying. Either CNN today or CNN on Friday, because uh, we were, were recording on Saturday. But uh, e- uh, e- either one of those days, and uh, I, if that avail- if that interview is available from CNN, I'll put it on in the show page, too. But Right, so you go out and you lie on the news, and lie when you've got this massive audience, because who actually, I, somebody somewhere was watching the trial, but um, now we just see clips of it. Oh my God, those guys it. who were watching it and doing live commentary. Yeah. Uh, you know, on uh, whatever that, what's the name of that? Uh, I don't Zoom. know. I don't, yeah. They had a like Zoom, a Zoom call, call going where they're watching the trial. And uh, they they're all you can see them all in the picture and they're all commentating. There was three of them. And as soon as that guy said correct, they all went crazy like it was, a, you know, a goal from half court uh, in a in a uh, tied ball game at the buzzer. You know, they just they went crazy. It was just you, you could just tell by the look of everybody in the courtroom the the prosecution right it was like oh, the one guy had his now? hand in his face <laughs> right. in his palm and and uh you could tell the court reporter uh was sitting there or whatever she was yeah she, she looked stunned she, she started looking over her shoulder like what just happened like oh yeah that's not gonna go end well <laughs> but yeah but just like the the i um the covington catholic kids that got attacked um when they went to the Capitol, I mean, he's going to have a heck of a oh my god, they're lawsuit still doing and that. his parents or whatever against 
the media and whoever else. I they're mean, still doing it. I know they are. To this they're day, they're still calling. They're giving them more evidence to use. They're still calling him, that, telling people that he killed, he murdered two people. Right. I, I'm telling you, the, uh, the Rittenhouse. Oh, and, and all three of them had a record. All three of the victims have, had a rec- record. So what? That don't mean you get to get shot. It's the fact well, that you I were know, trying to hit somebody I, with a, you, first of all, the first guy hit him. The second guy hit him with a skateboard. And then the third guy pulled a gun on him. I mean, what, what do you want to happen? I mean, right, exactly. Or you, you hit a up... guy in the back of the head and knock him to the ground. If that was the first guy he shot, was that guy, then uh, I, I'm sorry, but you hit a guy that's got a gun You don't and knocked him to the ground. You don't think he's going to defend himself right, with that gun? Right, exactly. I mean, exactly. you're crazy. So, it, but that's where I've been from day one with this. Every one of those guys, if they were part of how Rittenhouse got cornered on the ground, I say cornered, but he was in the middle right, of the street. Right, Sitting on his butt. It's not like he could run knocked, away. Knocked to the ground. Right. And then people on top of him, on top of it, uh, right. hitting on him and stuff, and then charging him with a gun in their hand. I mean, if that isn't enough to protect yourself then none of us have any uh, right, any legal right or constitutionally provided oh, yeah. I mean, right. I, um, I don't remember the exact quote, but I guess Don Lemon was saying something to you like, can you imagine if everybody was able to defend themselves? Like it was a bad thing. Like we do not have the right to protect ourselves, our homes, our families. You know, you've heard, did you hear the rumor about CNN uh, talking about getting rid of their, uh, a lot of their on-air hosts? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, that's that's a big scuttlebutt that they're going to go to, like, more documentaries and stuff like that. It's, a, it's rumored that a lot of the on-air personalities are going to end up losing their jobs. And I, you have to wonder and they'll if make propaganda. <laughs> well, uh, you have to wonder. <laughs> they've said they've called Rittenhouse a murderer so many times that they are going to win a landmark lawsuit against CNN. You, you have. I mean, it's going to be bigger than the Cub Calf uh, kid, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you have to wonder if they're not getting rid of them in advance of that. Because they know they've lost. If they've lost Cub Calf, they're definitely going to lose Oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, definitely. And, that you know, that's why they want a conviction so bad. And then we saw that, what, they're gearing up in Kenosha for riots after the trial. Which you know are going to happen regardless of what the verdict is. Regardless. They're going to happen gonna be because riots. of the verdict. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, you know, the, they're going to be planned, organized, and they're probably already shipping. Antifa's getting shipped to nearby hotels as we speak, probably. The thing about that, though, <laughs> is even if they had uh, done enough in order to garner or to uh, garner a guilty verdict, even if the prosecution had a, a, a case, they still would write. Because they've already built themselves up to do it. Right. That's what I mean. It, it's going to happen They're building themselves regardless. up right now. You right. saw the guy uh, in the headlines, the uh, BLM guy or whatever he is. He's already there. The one family member of one of the guys that got shot, uh, I think had gotten killed, was saying that they're planning on 
you know, if the verdict doesn't work out right, they're planning on on doing it. Right. All well, again. I don't. I don't think even if you know, like you were starting to say, is that even if they, for some stupid reason, um, were able to find him guilty, um, they're going ri- to riot regardless. It's what they do. It's what the left does. I think that I to be honest, that's my opinion. Right. I, I believe I, it's happening regardless. Right. Of, I think so. And too. it was going to happen. Regardless. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Only Just because like, these people out here are are they're pressing it. They want it to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see the reporters on the streets going, well, it's a pretty peaceful. Uh, yeah, it mostly. It's a pe- mostly peaceful yeah. riot. Mostly peaceful <laughs> with uh, half the city burning behind them. Yeah, exactly. Like that exactly. CNN jackass reporter. He's like, uh, yeah, it's been a mostly peaceful. I mean, literally buildings on fire behind them. Right. I mean, I'm not just talking about like a flame shooting out a window. The entire building, building is on, on fire. fire. But it was peaceful. Mostly. That it was warm. Well, yeah. It was, it, it was warm there. Sorry. That's for sure. That's fine. It was warm there. It's true. I'm not lying. This is a peek beneath the surface, and I want to invite everybody to please check out our website at a peek beneath the surface.com. It also acts as a social media platform. So while you can view it by just logging in, I want to encourage everybody to create a profile, connect with your friends, invite your friends. You can connect with me there. Feel free to post, create a group. We've got lots of great information on there. I want this to be a resource for everybody as well. And we welcome your feedback. So check it out at a peek beneath the surface.com. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I right. mean, we've got we we've got a girl who, at you know, twenty seven years old, is you know uh, coming out telling people that she was passed around through you know the Obamas and the Bidens and and uh, she did mention Stephen Trump. Stephen Tyler. Yes, yeah, Stephen Tyler was mm-hmm. another name. Uh, it was all the usual suspects. She mentioned though. Trump in in the way of him taking down um, right. trafficking rings. Yeah, he wasn't ever involved. Right. She just saw him as a person who was literally doing something about it. Where everyone else pays lip service, they don't ever do anything about right. it. Right. And I think Melania's uh, legacy to the first four years of presidency is going to be that because wasn't it her who like spearheaded a lot of that um uh where the fbi and the cia or was it just the fbi or the cia was they actually were recovering uh yeah they, i mean they were at finding yeah Taking, and I mean dozens down, at a time they were taking down rings yeah. all over the country i didn't know that she headed it up 
but that would be... Well, um, I think she was like the White House contact. Huh. That was part of her. Yeah. The kids were part of her thing. Right. right. Uh, if I remember correctly, I mean, obviously somebody out there knows and they'll comment. But I wouldn't be surprised mind, but... if it wasn't her or Ivanka that would, you know, take right. that on. So. Actually, yeah, both of them were actually involved in the in the kids stuff. So that was their, you know, that was but their yeah, I mean, thing. But, but, you know... That it's huge. It's so much bigger than people realize. It really it's actually is. scary to realize. When, yeah, when you right. look, when you actually look at the at the number of people who who just go missing exactly uh, every year, you will be shocked at the actual number of people who just disappear. Yep. Uh, it is. Um, it it's frightening. I don't remember the exact number, but when I saw it, I was like, that can't be real. Yeah, don't see that many Amber Alerts coming across your phone now, do you? You know, that's what she said in that interview. Exactly. Uh, you don't. I But but when she said that, I got one yesterday. Yeah, I did too. I think <laughs> so, we all did. I was, right. like, I was like, what the it was heck odd. was that Amber Alert Right, about? it was odd. Somebody brings it up that you don't, I mean, all thousands and thousands of people go missing kids and, and adults too well you do know i don't know if you know this sorry and i didn't That's mean to interrupt is that um the whole amber alert thing um was started or i don't know if she started it or headed it up was laura silsby who was arrested for trafficking children With the from haiti and clinton's got her out of jail and she turned around after the clintons helped get her out she ends up heading up the national whatever. Amber Alert system. Um, yeah, with the Amber Alert system. But she changed her last name because she either got yeah, married. Yeah, but she's or, already been outed. That's right, been she in She already got married media. or she took her, went back to her maiden name so people wouldn't recognize who she was. Yeah, that's been in some of the bigger alternative media, not just, mm -hmm. you know, obviously the mainstream isn't covering that, but... Right. That's an odd story that you need to you maybe need to look into, and we may actually cover that coming up because I remember reading that where she was the woman arrested for uh, uh, child trafficking out of Haiti, where, out, of Haiti. Hey, out of Haiti, it, crossing yeah. the border into the Dominican Republic, right. and she had like thirty three three children. She claimed to be and part a of lot a church of her staff organization. Was involved in that too, right? Claimed to be part of some religious organization. And it turned out the kids were not orphaned at all. No. Their parents were still alive. Right. Looking for them. Right. How can you find them when they're being kidnapped? Right. Exactly. So, but she, when she gets back after all of her, her issues and the, the Clintons bail her out and, and, uh, you know, smooth it over with bribes to the Haitian government, probably. Uh, she gets out of that and somehow is put in charge of the Amber Alert system. The woman who literally kidnapped and about trafficked 33 Haitian kids, or whatever it was, 30-something, mm -hmm. Haitian kids gets put in charge of the system that alerts you if your kid is ever stolen. Or alerts others. Amazing, isn't it? How does that happen? In the, I mean, in a real world where there are no leftists, 
Wow, you want to talk about utopia. <laughs> I mean, just imagine a world with no leftist, no Karen trying to force a jab into your body, no Karen trying to make you wear a mask and in your car with the windows up. No, uh, I mean, just imagine a world without one Democratic po- uh, politician. Pretty incredible. God and country are the most important things, and and uh, people are kind to one another and respectful. <laughs> right, be amazing. Of course, you'd have to get rid of half of the Republicans too. Also. Yeah, but if we're gonna dream, might as well dream big, right? Yeah. We'll, do it. we'll dream huge. Get rid of all of the Democrats and half the Republicans, maybe even more, and then put in America first loving patriots in there and just call it, just make it one big party, you know, the party of patriots. No. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that, that that's my rant. Okay. My 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 vision of utopia. Just. God and country and leave me alone and I'll leave you alone and don't I'm not coming after your money so to give it to your divide neighbor. divide the country into left and right. <laughs> Split well, it down the middle. Well that's that's Clower <laughs> and Piven and that's that's what they're doing. I mean they're pitting you know left against right. I meant, geogra- I meant geographically. Right. It, you guys stay on your side we'll stay on our side. You know side. they talked about that. <laughs> Let's have two different governments. Let them have their three bastions of hell. Uh, I mean they kind of do. I mean California New York but you know. Uh, Chicago <laughs> is another one so I mean give them their you guys three have maybe Hawaii. St- states will take 25 states. But what yeah, imagine that. <laughs> the problem is, is uh, to be honest Except with you, I think it's more about, right, than sixty percent right, of the. We, we would take up forty-five states. Yeah, I think the media wants you to believe. Right. The opposite is true. Right. But... Right. Yeah. I mean, when you cheat elections and you cheat at polls, it's easy to say that fifty percent of people approve of uh, you know this or that. The the point is, is that we know that there's at least 60, well, actually, it's almost 70% of people are screaming, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, they're screaming it. It, it, It's no longer a cute little, you know, rap song, you know, where they're, (laughs) let's go, you know, no, uh uh-uh. It's like, let's go, Brandon. They're, they're, they're pissed. Right. And they want to let go of Brandon. Yep. So, how about that for a rant? I even that screamed was a good a one. Bit. You did. You I yelled. Know. You raised your voice. I know. How about that? I could have been like Joe and smacked my hand down on the <laughs> desk. Except, well, I don't have a desk. <laughs> right. I don't even have a hard surface to do that. On. Right. So... Yeah, so, I, I mean, the news is uh, quite bizarre, and uh, unfortunately, if you miss a day, you miss a lot. I exactly. Mean, if you're if you're not, unfortunately, I own a, web, a news aggregator, so, I mean, I have 50 conservative and alternative news sources 
coming into my website, uh, you know, every 30 minutes, I'm getting new headlines. Every, every It just seems like every 15 or 20 minutes, new headlines are, are crashing the website. And so it's nonstop news all the time. And if you, I mean, if you literally, if I missed a day of that website, I, I would be, I would not. You would be I, like me. I would not know what the hell's going on. Right. You would be just like me. So I'd be standing here talking about uh, what? But uh, it is there. Buckeye I mean, there, there is a lot to keep up we'd with. Have and a, it is. We'd have a recipe podcast. I can see how it would How do you think that would go? Um, Where we know. talk about recipes and we then make we them, tr- but people can't see them. We just talk about it. <laughs> I don't know if people want to like just we would like we would bring about in, it. We <laughs> would bring in mixers and uh, uh, what are those things? Emerging blenders. We need a and, test kitchen. Right. It would be just the appliances. It's bad though. enough. Oh, it's just the appliances. <laughs> And we're not really doing anything because they can't see. How would they know? Mmm, greatest brownies I ever made. How would they know? We should try that. I bet that would be hilarious. Somebody listening to somebody make brownies. Come on. Now, you know that would be funny. That would be a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, it would be funny for one episode, and then everybody would be like, oh, <laughs> you know, I watch this, anything. This I watch this thing on YouTube. It's called Mythical Kitchen. Yeah, you uh, sent me one of those oh, did videos. I? One okay, time. well, it's Was funny. Was that the one with the pretzel and the yeah, stuff? The pre- okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's, they, they do recipes that are weird, but they end up actually pretty good. But, but the, he does it in a comical way. Right. This, but they do a podcast and it's called A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. Okay. <laughs> where they talk about things like, is, you know, this a vegetable or is it a fruit? Uh, you know, is a hot dog a sandwich? You know, topics like right. that. Right. Not us. We're going beyond that. We're actually going to prepare three course meals in a podcast. Okay. But then we need to have a, a, a winter kitchen. No, we just need sound effects, bro. We just need sound effects. And and a yum button. Mm. You know, I mean, you may have to grab a beverage and slurp it or, or uh, you know, get you some gum and chew it loud. You know, so people think you're eat, oh actually eating. Oh, my goodness, eating, okay. I, know, I, don't, I just don't have anything else. Oh, it's not <laughs> Yes, just, I, we me, ran all of our topics yeah. into one topic. And you took now me I, way off course. I, I mean, it, it flowed all kind of so flowed good. Really well, know, it flowed great. I but was now, trying to figure out how to. Now here I am with ten more minutes. Back to well, the, the Britney Spears thing that we didn't really talk about, which is oh, fine. Yeah, that speaking video. of that, yeah. Well, we did talk about that video, and all hopefully, right. I can find it and I'll post it on the. Uh, on the website, because up. you really need, if you don't know anything about the Britney Spears case, you need to at least watch that video. And the only reason we're talking about it is because we actually spoke about it, I think, in our second podcast. It was our podcast. very first, it was our very first podcast. May have been our first podcast. It was. So it's on the site. So uh, we talked about uh, conservatorship. And uh, this was when she had, you know, uh, phoned in her or recorded her response her to the judge. Yeah, her, her deposition, yeah, whatever. statement or yeah. whatever, her testimony so, regarding the conservative. Yeah, so we did a program back then, but uh, the latest headlines yesterday were that the uh, judge is likely 
to uh, end that conservatorship. And when you watch this video, you wonder how, unless all of these judges and lawyers and everything aren't in on these conservatorships, meaning they're making money uh, off of these conservatorships, I understand somebody who might be have dementia or something like that can't take care of their phones if they're wealthy. I understand that. But these are people who are literally still working. And Britney Spears still making millions. And uh, still pretending, these people are still pretending like she needs to have a concern. Right. Well, what's good about that movie, and I found the title, so it's called Slave Princess. And it was a documentary done by Liz Crokin. But not only do they talk pretty extensively about Britney, but they go into the, a, a lot of other child actresses and actors. Who are and connected to the same it people. Seems, yeah. seems, yeah, that are very suspicious. This manager, I guess she is. And they connect all the follow the money dots. And, you know, it's yeah, I'm telling definitely you, you need worth to, looking at. Yeah, you definitely need to watch that video because that will open your eyes to um, a lot of creepy things that happen to child actors. It would be difficult, although I think that was she tried on somebody else who was either an athlete or, or something. To, she connected with the spouse of uh, somebody. Oh, right. And, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, it was towards the end of the know. video. Mm -hmm. So this woman who is like behind this whole Britney Spears thing has something. a history of doing it to other people. Right. It's and, how she makes her millions. She makes right. millions. So she's involved. So she creates companies that make money baby you know doing right. these conservator things while she's telling people how you can get your person in one of these concerns she's like the she's like the evil the wicked witch of the west right yeah and uh I, the video is is really good so yeah you it's should definitely a good behind the scenes look yeah, at, you're, at yeah. the the plights of child actors right. and actresses and if you're interested at all in the britney spears saga then that's a great video to check out uh, if you're interested in uh you know how i mean if you're more interested in the conservatorship part of it that's not really what the video is about right. it's about how that conservatorship uh law is kind of twisted to allow people to take power of other people's stuff. Right. Over over nothing. Because I got to be honest with you, I don't think drug abuse is, you know, uh, uh, to me, should be a, a good enough reason for someone to have, you know, their whole life taken from them right. and put in the hands of somebody else. Exactly. I mean, While they're profiting. And, I mean, for Brittany, it was 13 years. But it's almost like that lady looks for looks for reasons and helps to create situations that enable a conservatorship she, to happen. She, uh, 
she literally creates something that doesn't need. Right. It's like so many other things in the world. Let's create the problem. Now I'm going to sell you the solution. You know, you watch those. Right. Exactly. Right. I created. I have the solution and you use my companies in order to reach that goal. Kind of. Here's here's the thing, though. It's one of those videos where you just want to choke. (laughs) <laughs> somebody, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, man, why doesn't somebody just get her? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so right uh, again, it's it's like one of those open secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, who everybody in Hollywood knows about it, but they nobody's going to do about do they anything. know who to send uh, their the spouses to or the family members mm-hmm. to in order to get a hold of right. the, their. Yeah, money. it's insane. They know who to get it. But yeah, lo- lots of lots of interesting news going on. Yeah. And I think it's only going to get. You know, more prevalent. Oh, it's going to get worse because, I mean, eventually there's going to be a societal breakdown if, if uh, you know, uh, if civil, outright civil war doesn't start at some point. I mean, I mean, I know we have issues narrowing down topics on what to talk about right. each week. It's yeah, like, oh my gosh, week. there's so much going on. Where, like, where do man, we do? I mean, I mean right. we could talk all day. <laughs> right. And what's even more interesting is how do you tie... All of that together, you exactly. know, you got child trafficking or, or, I uh, think we actually kind of did all right today. Kind of flowed. I think we did bad last we'll, week. We'll find out when we... you're done. I know that's two weeks in a row. We must be getting better at this. Yeah. When we did the segues, <laughs> they all seem to work. Right. But, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, there's so much going on that literally, I mean, we could talk for four hours and we still would not cover everything. So it, well, I, I know. And, I, so and I I'm guess like, we've covered uh, well, everything. She got nothing no, else to I'm say. I'm just like, okay, what do I say now? <laughs> I guess we should probably wrap it up because if we start another topic, no, we're, we're going to be way over. Yeah, that's it. On that's time. all. Okay, that's all. So have, we are and going to wrap it up. It's getting late. We're yep. in the time change now. Yep. They're going to kick us out of the no studio. more daylight savings time. That's right. All right. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, uh, make sure you share the the podcast, and uh, it, if you're listening on the website and you've got apps like Spotify or Anchor, or uh, I mean, we're on all of those uh, Radio Public and um, uh, Stitcher and Google Podcast, and you know everywhere but iTunes. Really, we're just about everywhere. Wherever you have your favorite app, we're probably there. And if not, just go to the website on your phone and listen to the player. I mean, you know, we, we've got it there. Uh, also, visit my website at takingitback.us. And where can they go? And a, pe- a peek beneath the surface.com. So hopefully you guys will join us there and join our group, and then we can get some interaction. All right, so until next week. We'll see you then.